Good morning and welcome to Simply CRE. It's Tuesday, February 6th. On today's show, we'll explain the slow motion crisis in commercial real estate and discuss the sustained rally expected in 2024. Plus, find out why Forsher Property Inspections has been named the best choice for home and commercial property inspections in Tampa FL. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply CRE. We start off with a look at the slow motion crisis facing commercial real estate. Once a haven for investors seeking reliable returns, the sector has been hit hard by rising interest rates and changes in work and shopping habits. The situation has been further complicated by falling valuations and difficulties in refinancing maturing loans. Here to delve deeper into this issue is our correspondent from Simply CRE. So Bella, how severe is the impact on the commercial real estate sector? The impact has been quite significant, David. The MSCI World Real Estate Index fell by 18% between the start of 2022 and the end of 2023, indicating where equity investors believed property values were headed. About $1.2 trillion of U.S. commercial real estate debt was deemed potentially troubled due to the slump in prices. Vacancy rates for office buildings in major U.S. cities hit records, and some landlords even walked away from properties now worth less than their debt. What led to such a drastic fall in prices? The rise in interest rates on risk-free government bonds from early 2022 led investors to demand higher yields when buying property. As yields on commercial real estate are the rental income as a proportion of a building's value, and rents tend to be fixed for several years, property prices need to fall for yields to rise. This was a particular problem in Germany, where rental yields had reached record lows before the rate rising cycle began. And why is the fall in prices problematic? Falling prices hamper a property firm's ability to borrow. As the value of a landlord's assets drops, its relative indebtedness, the all-important loan-to-value ratio, increases. To avoid breaching the terms of its debt, the company may need to inject more cash into a property deal or take on more borrowing, albeit at higher rates. If there isn't enough rent to service it, it may have to sell assets in a falling market where buyers will demand deep discounts. This makes it harder for the industry to refinance the $2.2 trillion of U.S. and European commercial property loans due to mature by the end of 2025. Which types of properties have been most affected by this crisis? Office buildings have been the biggest casualties as post-COVID changes in working patterns and poor energy efficiency combined with rising interest rates to crush values. Shopping malls were partly cushioned as their valuations had already taken a hit from the rise of e-commerce, so they were starting from a lower base when interest rates began to tick higher. Are there regional differences in the impact of this crisis? Yes, there are. Rising interest rates had a bigger impact on Europe's property prices as yields there were lower than in the U.S. when central banks began their raising cycle. However, valuations in the U.S. fell further as it had a larger stock of new and empty buildings and more Americans were still working from home. At the end of the third quarter of 2023, more than a fifth of office space lay empty in several major U.S. cities. What options do landlords have for these empty office spaces? 
Landlords can consider converting these spaces for residential use if local planning authorities allow it. Another option is to adapt the building to reflect today's flexible working practices. However, older buildings are expensive to upgrade and energy efficiency improvements now demanded by governments and tenants add to the cost. The economics of these investments often don't stack up. The alternative for landlords is foreclosure, handing unviable buildings back to their lenders. How do you see this situation evolving in the future? There is a growing divide between the best office buildings and the rest. Those with top green credentials and modern, exciting space can still command top rents. Others require billions in spending to bring them up to standard, money that banks saddled with growing backlogs of impaired loans are unwilling to lend. Knocking buildings down and building better ones is becoming more challenging as policymakers focus on the embodied carbon in buildings. That means in many places they are determined to see properties refurbished rather than redeveloped. While Bella just highlighted the ongoing crisis in the commercial real estate sector, it's not all doom and gloom. In fact, the commercial real estate market in Malaysia is expected to see a resurgence in 2024, driven by investments into the sector. According to Knight Frank Malaysia, funding is likely to intensify in retail, healthcare, and educational subsectors with growing interest in alternative investments. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, James. Can you tell us more about this expected resurgence in the commercial real estate market? Certainly, David. Knight Frank Malaysia is optimistic about the commercial real estate market in 2024, building on a resilient 2023. They expect a stable environment, thanks to the country's strong economic and real estate market performances last year. They're also anticipating a rise in capital appreciation in the industrial and logistics subsectors. What are some of the key factors driving this optimism? According to Knight Frank's Malaysia Commercial Real Estate Investment Sentiment Survey, the property market in Malaysia continued to strengthen in 2023, with a total of 293,095 transactions, amounting to 142.5 billion from January to September. This represents a strong year-on-year -year growth of 8.8% in value. The revival of the Malaysian commercial real estate market is also being driven by a surge in demand for data centers in the Asia-Pacific region, along with growing interest in alternative investments. What role does foreign direct investment play in this resurgence? Foreign direct investment, or FDI, plays a significant role. The survey revealed that 68% of respondents believe that FDI will be more favorable due to better economic conditions in the country. FDI in Malaysia is dominated by the manufacturing sector, which is expected to continue attracting investment due to the availability of an ecosystem and resources. What about the outlook for different subsectors within the commercial real estate market? Knight Frank predicts noticeable increases of investments into the retail, healthcare, and educational subsectors. There's also a keen interest in serviced residences and hotels, particularly in established areas like Klang Valley, Penang, and Sabah. This is driven by increased tourism and a resurgence in the hotel industry post-lockdown. However, minimal interest is observed in the office and industrial logistics subsectors. What challenges does the commercial real estate market face? Concerns exist for the office subsector due to potential decreases in capital value and yields of older assets, attributed to substantial supply impacting asset performances. 
Challenges such as potential decrease in office rents and occupancy rates in older buildings are noted, particularly in the face of significant incoming supply in the Klang Valley office market. How does the co-working space trend fit into this picture? Co-working spaces are becoming increasingly popular, reflecting evolving trends in work preferences and technological advancements. They offer flexibility, comprehensive facilities, and turnkey management services, making them an attractive option for multinational corporations and enterprise clients. This trend is expected to contribute to the growth of the commercial real estate sector. Thanks for the insights, James. Now, let's shift our focus to property inspections, where choosing the best is crucial. Forsher Property Inspections, a locally owned and operated business, has been named the top choice for home and commercial property inspections in Tampa, Florida. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about Forsher Property Inspections and their reputation in the industry? Certainly, David. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Forsher Property Inspections has built a reputation for providing thorough and reliable inspections for both residential and commercial properties. Their team of certified inspectors are highly trained and knowledgeable, ensuring that every inspection is conducted with the highest level of professionalism and attention to detail. What sets Forsher Property Inspections apart from other inspection companies? One of the key factors that sets Forsher Property Inspections apart is their use of the latest technology and equipment. They utilize state-of-the-art tools and techniques to provide comprehensive and accurate reports for their clients. This includes thermal imaging cameras, moisture meters, and other advanced equipment to detect any potential issues that may not be visible to the naked eye. And what about their services for commercial properties? Forsher Property Inspections also offers commercial property inspections. Their team has extensive experience in inspecting a wide range of commercial properties, including office buildings, retail spaces, and industrial facilities. They understand the unique needs and requirements of commercial properties and provide detailed reports that help clients make informed decisions. It seems like Forsher Property Inspections is dedicated to providing top-notch services. How has this impacted their standing in the Tampa area? Their commitment to excellence, coupled with their expertise, advanced technology, and almost two decades of experience, has earned them the trust and loyalty of their clients. This has made them the leading choice for property inspections in Tampa, Florida. From Tampa, Florida, where Forsher Property Inspections is making waves, we now turn our attention to San Jose, where tech company Supermicro is set to expand its real estate footprint. The information technology storage and solutions company is closing a deal this month to purchase nearly 294,000 square feet in northern San Jose. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Can you tell us more about this deal? Certainly, David. Supermicro will be paying $80 million to Caracol Property Owner LLC for the property, according to filings with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The new campus will be located at 550 Brokaw Road, where Supermicro currently leases warehouse space. Caracol Property Owner is an affiliate of local developer Bay West Development. What are the terms of the lease, and what does Supermicro plan to do with the property? 
Under the lease terms, Supermicro has the option to redevelop the property with phased construction of seven office buildings totaling 1.9 million square feet, in addition to two parking structures spanning 1.6 million square feet. Initially, the company plans to use the site for warehousing and production as an expansion of its current campus. This news comes after Supermicro reported record revenue results. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. The artificial intelligence boom is driving business for the company. Supermicro specializes in servers and solutions for running and storing data. As the demand for AI computer platforms and rack-scale total IT solutions continues to grow, Supermicro is seeing a surge in its revenues. How does this deal fit into the larger context of the Bay Area office market? AI has been driving some of the largest real estate deals in the Bay Area office market recently. Companies like OpenAI and Anthropic have signed leases for office space. OpenAI, for instance, signed a sublease deal in Mission Bay for part of Uber's office space. Supermicro's expansion is another example of this trend. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply CRE. We'll see you back here tomorrow.